Hi, welcome to Triple T. It is Trusty Training Tuesday. And uh, I'm now currently on the road, zipping from meeting to meeting, as no doubt all of you end up doing with your trusts. This week, talking a little bit about keeping yourself well. So, whatever you're doing, you're there to help other people. Usually, we've got honest intent. We're here to help people. We want to get on. We want other people to get on, and we're protecting the trust to make sure it operates morally, ethically, and it's there to help the people that it's supposed to be helping. So that's all fantastic. But we get problems, we get stresses, life gets in the way, family, work, other commitments, and you've got multiple things pulling at you. So how do you deal with that? One of the things I like to do, um, I have a mentoring system in place in the charities I work in, and I use that as an early warning system to see how my team are doing. And I make sure that we have chats. You know, it's not a workplace. It doesn't need to be as formal as a one-to-one. But when you've got multiple things pulling at you, it's, it's another thing. And when we're struggling for time, the easiest thing to put down is the extra things we do. So for trustees they will be doing their role around their commitments usually they will be voluntary trustees they will work they will have families they'll have obligations elsewhere they'll have time commitments time constraints and other things and what you can see regularly in trust is pressure is born to people with regulations with rules to meet certain standards and it impacts heavily on you it takes your time it takes a bit of your soul, you know, when you're constantly giving to something and you're trying to give to your best, we've all got limits, we've all got a, an element of when you run out and you burn out or you can't take any more, and that's when people walk, that in itself is a threat to your trust, because without these people, without you, this right now, that trust will struggle to function, so it's all well and good having bosses in these trusts but without people doing the work it's not a good thing so keep yourself well make a commitment to yourself if you're in a a manager's role in whatever trust you operate make sure you've got a commitment to that team to keep that team well because people will look for ways to help and usually the people involved with trusts and charities have got that good nature to them they want to assist others they want others to achieve or to get on or to have opportunity of development of education whatever it may be you know depending on what you trust but you might supply food to countries where there's the others um starvation or water you know basic basic things but none of it can be done without you and without your team so wellness what is it Wellness is the ability to keep yourself well, to take steps about your own well-being to keep you safe and safeguarded from harm. So that could be anything, whatever you need to keep yourself well. I like to go to the gym. I spend time with my son there. And apart from the fact that it's good bonding time for us as father and son, it also gives me the opportunity to blow off some steam, you know, throw some weights around, go for a swim, do whatever. 
but that gives me an outlet for stress. Particularly if you've got a stressful job, as well as the stress that can be applied to you in these trusts. Um, I've got numerous examples of of people coming into posts as what would be managerial posts if it was a company, but coming into like managers' roles within trusts and charities, and putting significant pressure onto trustees because they have no experience, or they're doing it from a book rather than from knowledge an understanding of what they need to do for the role. So although they've probably got the best of intentions at heart, their demeanour and their behaviour is in itself damaging. It damages the the trust, and they don't mean to do that. It's just their lack of experience, lack of life skills. And, you know, let's look at it seriously. When you run these trusts, you know, you could put in place systems as best as you can but ultimately if you're working with volunteers there's going to be a level that's beyond you you know if, if you want professional results you, you use professionals and you may have people with significant skills helping you but they're helping you through kindness not as their raison d'etre that's not their whole reason for being you know they're there to assist but they could walk away and then systems fall apart and I see it time and time again people putting in place policies without thinking through the problems, the outcome, or simply the stresses of what they are trying to put in and the impact that's going to have on the team. You know, you'll often get people reinforcing obvious points to make them feel, I don't know, empowered they're in charge, you know, I must remind you of this, I don't want to have to email you that again. But ultimately, that volunteer could go, do you know what, shove it, stick it where the sun don't shine, I'm off skit, I'll go and do something else. Or, do you know what, I'll just go and watch the telly when I get home, mess about on my phone, instead of giving up hours of my life to assist you. And I think what we do have in some trusts and charities is really poor managers because people are trying to fill a CV or, you know, they're trying to pick up life experience or going into the role, they have the wrong mindset. Rather than going in with a mindset of learning and developing, they go in with a mindset about I will, you know, stamp my authority on this and, and I will make this mine, which is great if you've got the necessary skills. If you haven't, you're kind of paying up the wall a bit, aren't you? So... Take time for your team. If you can see things are stressing the team, challenge them. Act upon them. Deal with them. Don't leave it for someone else to do. Don't wait till that valued member leaves because they can't deal with it anymore, they can't cope with it. We have this sort of mentality, and I do I see it regularly in various trusts, um, where people sort of take on this persona and it's destructive and if you try to advise them it's like you've offended them in some way or you've it's an act of war and that's it and you know we've got this long entrenched battle because you're trying to do something you're trying to raise a concern or you're trying to raise standards or you're trying to do something better but you're worried about the impact of what's going on so you raise it and then you're sort of put upon 
and that is damaging to you because that's affecting your well-being. You know, if your resilience is low, if you're in a particularly stressful time in your life, let's have it right, we all have it. You know, there isn't one of us on here listening or, you know, those that take part in the production that don't have garbage times throughout the life. We all do, everyone does. You know, it, it can only, you know, it can literally be a phone call to turn your world upside down. An incident, something happens, something happens on the way to a meeting, you know, something happens to one of your loved ones. It doesn't take much to upset what your baseline position is, so your stability is then gone. And while that's happening, if somebody's then putting pressure on about something you do as a part-time to assist your community, it's the easy thing to go. It's just, I forget it, shove it, I'm gone. So if you see this behaviour, challenge the behaviour, have confidence in yourself to raise what points you want to raise. If you think something's destructive or it's going to be damaging, don't sit there in a meeting because you, you don't want to upset the apple cart. You don't want people to think you're a troublemaker. Because in the end of the day, you're, you're acting in the best interests of the trust or a charity, wherever your setup is. But you're not doing it to be difficult. You're doing it because you can see a threat, harm, or risk to your organisation. You know, if you were in a professional post, you'd be expected to do that. But by doing it within the trust world, you may be saving some of your team members, some of your other trustees, that then means you have got a stable exec that support each other and are all together. Because what happens if you start losing members, it becomes harder for the remainers. Probably probably shouldn't say remainers, should I just after we've had Brexit, but you know what I mean. So, moving forward, it's important that your team is valued. It's important that you take time for each other. So, don't just come in, get straight into the meeting and everyone disappear off straight after. Take a few minutes, have a brew. You know, have a tea, have a coffee, sit down, chat before you get into the meeting. Have a laugh with each other. Never underestimate a bit of banter, a bit of humour, as long as it's not harming anyone, as long as it's not what we perceive as bullying nowadays. You know, but a bit of a, a laugh within a group dynamic is healthy. It lets stress out. It takes away nerves. You know, there could be somebody sat in that meeting that's been worrying about that meeting all day or it could be their first time at what they think is a really formal meeting where you're actually just going to talk about should we change the rents to the building should we change you know the colour of the main room or whatever you know, it could be something really generic that's just a conversation it's just in one of your meetings the health and safety reports you know people could be really worrying about things you can't know what's in somebody's head you can't know what's behind their eyes all you can do is be fair and decent with people. And if you do that, it tends to come back anyway. Put good thoughts out. It's a bit karmic, isn't it? You know, good thoughts into the world, good thoughts come back. You know, if you don't go out of your way to cause people problems, they won't go out of the way to cause you problems. I like to believe that. I would like to think if we're operating in trust and that, we're not doing that anyway. We're trying to help each other and we're trying to do good and we're trying to get on and we're not trying to cause people grief you know hopefully that's not what we're about but ultimately 
you know, there's good and bad in all in that. I'm sure in your trust you know somebody or you may have come across people who think, why are you doing this? What is the purpose of you doing that? And, you know, it, it leads you down into difficulties really because people don't want stress, extra stress in their life. Most people do just want a quiet life. Get on, do what they're doing and be as happy as they can be. You know, we've all got to go to work, we've all got bills to pay. Unless you're really lucky and you're one of these multi-millionaires that are out there and if you, if you feel the need to, you know, make me a multi-millionaire, that's fine, brilliant. But at the minute, I'm still working multiple jobs, multiple trusts, to try and do some good. You know, what drives me to do good is my business. What drives you to do good is your business. But focus on your team. Your team is vital. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're uh, you're having a good evening. Um, a little bit later today than normal, but it's been a busy day. It's been a long day. Hence why it may sound a little bit tinnier than usual because I'm on the road and it's a mobile production. So um, I hope you're all doing well, doing great things. Just look after one another. I think that probably would be my last wish, really. Be kind to those around you, and that'll help you achieve what you want to achieve. So keep doing the good work, and I will see you next week. Take care, everyone.